gentlemen, I have some good news and I have some bad news. I'll give you the bad news first. Bad news is Dan is a bit under the weather. Good news is he's here. Dan, welcome back, brother. What's happening? Cats and dogs. Let's do this you don't shit. Sound that bad. It it comes and goes, bro. It comes and goes, but I'll talk about that what I what I'm dealing with <laughs> in just a hot minute. Okay. But I'm a little I'm, little little phlegmy and I got it's something in the chest. I think it sounds sexy myself. Hey, like I was hey. listening to I was talking to myself in the car and I was getting turned on. Is that weird? No, it's not. It's not weird at all as long as your wife's name is myself. That's fine. <laughs> No, unfortunately oh. not the case. Okay, well, that's unfortunate. But <laughs> I heard you kind of transmitted your 28 Days Later disease. Oh, my God. Shall I just get into that real quick? Goodness gracious. <clears throat> oh, first of all, tell the good side of that story, though. Tell the goodness of everything. The goodness. All right. Yes. How wonderful it was because we missed you last week. Well, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate it. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, as some of you may or may not know, I went to WonderCon last week and it wasn't the ideal trip. Well, let's, let's just say that. Okay. Nothing like like bad drama kind of stuff like that. But and I need to kind of keep it discreet. Yeah, but totally. I, yeah. But I went out of town with my, my boy, Mike. And as we were going up or excuse me, going down to Southern California, he received some news some bad family news. And it, it just really kind of, I'm almost, I feel like I'm, I wrote a blog yesterday, folks, by the way, we'll get to that. But so I feel like I'm sort of repeating my blog, which I guess I am, but it kind of put a damper on things, you know? And, but the only reason that I even brought that up, like I said, in the blog is that my boy was a fucking champ about it and I can't talk about it. You know, uh, it's, it's because it's personal to him and I would never want to step on his toes, but he really persevered. It just sort of put us in a different mind frame, though. Like, I went there with intentions of, you know, just taking in the con fully and going to the panels and, and you know, walking the floor, which I did. I did do the floor. Didn't get into any of the panels or anything like that. Didn't get to see. They had, what was it? Um, I got in line. I tried to get in line for tickets to go see A Quiet Place early. But I think I've forgotten in the two years that I haven't been to a con how long it takes because it actually... Like people were waiting in line for that shit all day long. I'm not waiting in line for a movie that's going to come out and then I just go see it for free. You know, <laughs> at, at, uh, the, the actors weren't there. So there's really no point. I can just use my movie pass and go to the regular theater and see it. But it sounded like something that I wanted to do. The one thing that I really regret not doing now, even though I haven't seen it yet, but from what everyone's saying, is missing the Ready Player One panel. But here's the deal. We were steps away from the Magic Kingdom by the way, that shit's crazy expensive. I'll talk about that in a second. But we kind of needed to summon the power, the dark power of Walt Disney. You know, I needed to cheer my boy up is what it was. And we were already planning on going to Disneyland, but we were going to do the thing where you you go in the evening and pay less. Well, that shit's no more. So I kind of spearheaded the plan say, look, look, let's just skip the con. All right. It's cool. We've done it before. Let's go to Disneyland. Let's not think about shit. Let's not give you a lot of time to be in your head about things when you're constantly having fun. And that's exactly what we did. So we went and bought the park hopper tickets and went and rocked Disneyland for like the whole day. And that was pretty cool. Had a great time, man. That Guardians of the Galaxy ride, bro, is insane. It's so fun. <laughs> you got to go on that thing. Yo, are you there? Oh, I, I'm actually just sitting here listening to your story, Jay. 
Yeah, it's not a story. It's a fucking conversation, it Hudson. It's a fucking conversation. <laughs> I really enjoy listening to your little magic. The kingdom. fuck? Am I putting you to sleep or something? Or I, <laughs> no. You want me to fucking get you some more milk? I'm gonna be real with you, man. It's interesting hearing you talk about. No, it is dope. It's dope. But uh, being like, you know, WonderCon was cool, but this whole Disneyland jazz is worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, no, you know what the thing was, man. It was. It just didn't seem like the right format to be in. You know what I, I mean? I get it. Jay. I get it. I just needed to be like, where, you know, where else do you go? Granted, it's just a title, but, you know, your boy, your boy's blue as fuck. Let's yes. take him to the happiest place on earth. I mean, they literally call it the happiest place on earth, you know? Obviously, it's not. Trust me, some of those employees are terrible. But that's what we did. I don't regret it at all, man. Of course not, dude. It was a good time. It was a really good time. But you, okay, they don't give you some sort of discount for being at WonderCon? Yes and, going and no. To, oh, good. Oh, Yes and no. It was my fault because what happened the last time I went was we were able just to go up to the, to the key. They have like a kiosk there, a Disney kiosk. And they're like, oh, they have these things that they're called Twilight tickets. Well, Disney is, dude, Disney's an evil corporation. That's all I'm going to Yes, it you. is. Yes, and it is. they have since taken that away. Take a guess, Steve, how much it costs to go to, like, to, for a park hopper, a single day park hopper. What do you think? Here's I okay. I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna say how much I would not pay more than ninety dollars. I would oh, not pay more than that. Your ass isn't even stepping into one park with ninety bucks, bro. Well then, bruh, bruh. Then I'm just not going. Ninety bucks for a day? Heck no. You would spend one seventy on a night for a few hours of of. Um, Halloween Horror Nights, though, right? But that's because I get a skip to the front of the line, and it's a once a year, like it only happens once a year. This place is open every day. I can go anytime I want. I have to wait in a million lines. Heck no. Now, is this okay? Did you get like a front of the line Disneyland thing? No, but I did discover a little secret. Oh, it's not really a secret. It's not a secret. This is very common, but <laughs> it is kind of a secret. So I'm about to fuck things up for myself in the oh, future. Here we go. What is it? <laughs> but folks, here's here's a little tip from me. So they have this app that you can download. It's just simply called Disneyland. And it tells you all the times and the rides and what's open, what's not, and all of that. But they have something that you, you know, for an additional $10. I never told you the price of the ticket, by the way. I'm getting there. But for an additional $10, Steve, you can get something that is called the Fast Pass. I believe it's the Fast Pass. Oh, that'll work. And what that is, is that you can say, okay, I want to go on Guardians of the Galaxy, so I'm looking, and the next available one's going to be, like, say, 2 p.m. Maybe it's 11 o'clock or something like that. So you reserve that, go about your day, and then you can go in at that time and just go to the, the Fast Pass line, and you just walk past a shit ton of people. You're still waiting okay. in line, but, you know, you're, you're, you're turning, like, 90-minute waits into, like, 20 minutes. So it's totally worth it. Okay. And that's exactly what we did. But then we got smart towards the end. I've done this before, and I don't know why. I guess I just forgot. You know, I don't need to be holding hands sitting next to Mike on rides and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So what we did was we ended up doing single riders for a lot of things. And it's like the Fast Pass, you know? Like, for instance, on Space Mountain. Uh, that was the last one that we rode that night. And uh, I think it was a 90-minute wait. And it's getting like 11 o'clock already. I don't know exactly, because they close at 12, but whatever. So we went into the single the single person line and I walked right onto the ride. Literally walked right onto the ride. So that's the way to go. You know what I mean? Well, that's a small, I mean, I mean, that's the, so if you don't get the pass, you could just do the single thing. Yeah. Or do you, well then, yeah, that's the way to, I didn't even know that they had a single line. 
Well, yeah, but when I'm, well, you got to go to Disneyland state, but what I'm saying is if you're going to go, you're going to go, say you're, you're taking a date or something yes. like that. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be like, all right, check it out. Um, I'll just meet you in the front when you're done with your ride. You're going to want to ride the rides with her. You know what I'm saying? You're going to want to experience that. I don't need that with my boy, Mike. So that's true. We just got on and off real quick and it was, it was good to go. You know what? That is smart. I wouldn't do that with Gail if I brought her. Unless she was cool with it and just like, let's hurry up and get out of this line. Let's go ahead and do that. If it was her idea, I would be down in a second to do it. And so t- what did you pay for these tickets, Jay? Take a guess. I'm not paying more than a hun- 90 is my limit. I would be mad at you. <laughs> okay, I don't even you know paid. if you can get into the Disney store for 90 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I would be mad at you if you paid more than 110. Oh, you're going to be pissed at me. Dan, what are you doing? Like, what? I'm are on you vacation, doing? man. I saved up for it. I, I work hard. I get it. I get that, though. I don't mind. The thing is, if you paid $400 for an ama- if you were just like, okay, so I paid $400, but I got to hang glide, go to space, come back down, dive into the water, and swim with sharks, I'd be like, word? That sounds like a good deal. I wouldn't be mad that you paid $400. But if you paid $110 to be like, so here's what I did. I went into, quote unquote, the happiest place on earth. But the reason you did it is so noble that I can't hate on it. Because you only did it for one reason. I'm imagining you only did it for one reason. And it's to make your friend happy. We have so every... I, in- Sorry, go ahead. No, but that's that's a noble deed. Unless beforehand you guys were planning on going to Disneyland. That was in the plans, but we were under the impression that we were going to spend like I want to say it was like 60 bucks. The last time we went to WonderCon, I think I spent 60 bucks for a Twilight ticket. Again, these don't exist anymore. See, that's a good price. We were able to go into the park, you know, and those there's Disney people out there that get crazy as fuck about Disney and they're there every weekend with their season passes and shit. That's a whole other story. I don't get that. More power to you folks, but I don't know what makes people so fucking happy about going to Disneyland every single weekend. But that's, again, another story. But you could do like, you know, 4.30 to midnight for 60 bucks. That's See, that makes sense. And it's for both parks? I think we only went to Disneyland the last time. I don't think we even... There was really nothing that I wanted to ride at at a Disney California Adventure last time. I wanted to ride the Guardians. If I had to make a choice, I think I probably still would have gone Disneyland for the money. You know what I'm saying? If I had to pick like a single park. But the main reason I wanted to go and check, oh, no, that's not true. Because you know what? They got a lot of Star Wars stuff now, and I was I was itching to check that out. But I really, really wanted to ride that Guardians of the Galaxy ride. And it is just so dope. So much fun. So anyway, um, <laughs> I'll tell you. I spent for a park hopper, single day park hopper ticket, meaning I can go in and out of the park as much as I want, go to both parks, you know, bounce to the hotel for a bit, come back, whatever. 185 Dan. Oh, I'm not done, Steve. I'm not done. Remember that whole fast pass deal? Yeah. The additional 10. I spent a total of 195 to get into the park. Now, before you say anything, I had a budget. Like, I had a budget of what I was going to do with my money for the weekend. And I totally recommend this. If you're thinking about going to cons, guys, and you've never been to one before, great. Get yourself something to eat. You know what I mean? Go out. Have a nice meal. It's good. But bring your own shit. We brought our own beer. We brought our, notice the priority was beer right off the bat. We brought our own beer. We brought our own food. We even brought our own coffee. You know, we were, we were chilling. We, we ate well. We had fun. And we spent so little money that I had all this extra money that I budgeted for, for meals and whatnot. 
and I just applied it to the part. I think I bought two t-shirts on the floor of the con and that's, that's it. One of them doesn't even fit. And I'm so bummed, man. It's, I didn't get to try it on. And it's, a, it's like it fits kind of good. It looks good until you look down and it's like down at my knees and shit. <laughs> it was a wow. badass. It was a badass a Wakanda shirt that I found. I was looking for a Wakanda shirt everywhere. And I was really looking for the woo one. But I couldn't find that anywhere, which makes sense. But I ended up getting one that looks kind of like Adidas, like an Adidas logo. And it says Wakanda on it. It's pretty badass. Yeah, I saw I saw that picture that you did. Um, I saw that shirt that you did get. That shirt looked dope. The show enough one? Yeah. Yeah, man. I have to. I don't think it got thrown away, but I saved a post, not a postcard. It looks like a postcard, but it's actually like their business card. Yeah. There is some serious, serious art that this dude was putting out. I just don't have his name right now. But this shit had Steve Hudson written all over it. Just badass, like, you know, you saw with the show enough picture, right? See, I so, need 50-50 blend. Do you know if they got the 50-50 blend t-shirts? the fuck out of here with your 50. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. I Honestly, okay. I could I could check. It was a nice fitted shirt. Know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. Like, it's not those ones that are like unisex, as they call them, and they're just, they're just kind of like one fit. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like this I, one looks, it, it kind of, you know, it's it's a tighter fit or not tighter, but a more form fit. Yeah, shirt. I like the look of, I just want, you know how those like, like Target, they sell those flimsy t-shirts with the Marvel on the front, but they're like really loose and Collar flimsy. stretches out real quick and everything. Like, yeah, they're like really, they're like 50-50. They feel not cotton, but really loose fitting and like, I like that blowy in the wind sort of feel to it. Oh, I hear what you're saying. I would I would dare to think that they probably are. So you like those flimsy shirts like that. I love the like the ones that are right in that little uh that little target area where Don't you get go. yourself a little little guns and roses shirt or yes, something like that. Those yeah. that that material I love because it just kind of hangs on you. But cotton is more stiff. And people love or it is cotton, but like the hundred percent strong. I just don't like that. I mean, I like it, but I, I like the the um I like the feel of the loose sort of situation, man. See, but, I don't yeah. like those shirts, man, because really? they actually for me, oh, okay. they end up stretching out and stuff. And I don't really, I don't they drive. Do. Yes, I don't dry my shirts. I hang everything. So sometimes they dry funky, or they'll just stretch out in the in the weird place. But the other thing is, you know, you get a stiff breeze. Now everyone can see your nipples. I like that, G. You know what I'm saying? Check out the chizzes. Yeah, check I mean? out these nips. <laughs> but okay, wait, back up real quick. Now sure. I just learned something new about Dan. What's up? You don't use a dryer? No, for my shirts. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I just don't. I just hang them all. That is, you do know that that is interesting. Well, I just don't like you know because drying fades your t-shirt, your color Does colors. Yeah. I thought the I thought washing would do that more than anything. No, I believe it's the drying, the heating. I heard if you but if you turn them inside out, it's not a big deal. I'm not all about it, man. I just hang them up. Problem solved. Saving Dude, energy. You must have 150 million uh, hangers, G. We do. <laughs> we have a lot of hangers. Because <laughs> that's a lot of. And where do you hang them? We've got hanging places, man. I even, you know what? In the backyard, we even have a clothesline. Old school clothesline. That is not true with the tees. Yeah, sometimes like I just little, put sheets up. The metal up. tees, really? I'll just put some sheets up on it, and I'll just like wave at my neighbor and shit through it. No, I'm just do kidding. you really? No. Okay. But you do have the metal T lines, though. It's just a clothesline that was put into the... It was there when we got here, kind of thing. That's amazing, G. I wouldn't mind having a T line outside. You know what it was? Uh, the people that owned the house were... Um, 148 pretty, uh, years old. Exactly, exactly. So there's lots <laughs> of things. Here know. comes Dan. I'll, I'll use it. 
had to get all the phones switched out and shit. I was all like, operator, get me the Wilsons at 555. <laughs> Jeez, look this. I learned something new about this guy every freaking day. You dry your shirts, huh? <laughs> As our listeners learn about us, we just talk about the stupidest shit on the weekend. It's okay, so what happens if you're at a hotel? Uh-huh. You only brought one shirt, two shirts, and you got to wash them. You would just hope that they dried by the morning? Well, why would I just bring? You always, I always bring more than I need. I don't, that's just practical. I mean, I don't overpack, but if I'm going to stay two days, I don't bring two pairs of socks or two pairs of underwear. Shit happens. I mean, not literally, of course, but yes, you might okay. need an extra pair for whatever. Right. So, I, yeah, you got to you gotta come correct and be ready for these things, man. Stay ready so you don't have to get so ready. So, you have to get rest. And also, another question I have. This is turning into the Dan story, but what do you talk about? Because you don't talk about whatever is ailing your 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 buddy. So what do you talk about when two dudes are strolling through Disneyland? Because that is such a, like, for me, I can't be like, hey, man, Mickey Mouse, right? Crazy, huh? Like, what do I... <laughs> Crazy. How about that big <laughs> guy in a suit? <laughs> nah, man, I don't know. We, we, I, you know what? I'm a big people watcher. Yeah. So I love playing that look at that crazy person game or... I don't know. I've known this dude forever. We've been friends for forever. We've been friends for like 10 years. So we've just got plenty of shit to talk about. I mean, think about it. If you and I were hanging out in Disneyland, do you really think we'd have a problem talking? You know, it's funny. I can't imagine us hanging out in Disneyland. That's like you saying, like, if we were on Mars walking around, wouldn't we be talking? I'd be like, that's probably the same likelihood. I guess I can't picture us hanging out in Disneyland either with your fake ass $90. (laughs) Dude, as soon as I got to the, as soon as I saw the prices on the, I'd be like, well, bruh, it would be like that Eddie Murphy skit. Get out. Sorry we can't stay. It would be that thing where I looked up and like, oh, well, I'll meet you at the hotel, homie. I will meet you on the flip side. I'm totally giving him shit right now. This is the part that I will say. I'm totally giving him shit. But Mike was walking through Disneyland constantly being like, how much for this? That much? Holy hell, or how much is that? Holy hell. It's like, you're in fucking Disneyland. What were you expecting? This isn't the flea market. And he paid, I mean? to, he paid a grip you, to get in. Exactly. You had to pay this humongous chunk of money to go into the park in the first place. You think everything else is like, okay, yeah, it's free yes. for all. When I went, I took, when I took my son when he was smaller, it was like, at a certain point, it was like, yeah, sure. Like, when I got to the, where's that little, you know how they have the little shows where you can eat, you can sit down with the family and you, you're kind of sitting, it looks like a spaceship, and you're sitting there eating, and there's, like, shows oh, yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to, uh, Tomorrowland. Yes, yeah, so I'm sitting there eating, and they're like, that'll be 40 bucks for a hamburger, fries, <laughs> and a few, and I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, it will. Nothing surprised me here. Like, that's not a bad, considering what I paid to get in, sure, why not? If I paid 190 though, dog, I better get a foot massage at some point. I better get a free little bicycle thing that you get to ride around. Like if you have leg problems, everything needs to be catered to me. I'm sure they have all of that for a nominal fee. I don't know about the foot rubs, but I know they got the carts. I I don't know if I want a foot rub in the the, um, Disneyland kind of thing. Why, you know, why? That's very, you know, the more I think about this, the more interesting it gets. You really didn't go to WonderCon. You went to Disneyland. Pretty much. Yeah. Like okay. I said, I had, I, you saw all the equipment that I took, right? I did. I was ready, dude. I had that shit set up in the room and truth be told, we did record a few things, but it just never really, 
think we were both forcing it. Do you know what I mean? And not because yeah. we didn't we didn't have oh, the the yeah. wherewithal to to do yeah. it. I'll talk about anything. I'll put a, a microphone in front of me, but I mean clearly, right? But it just didn't. I don't know. It just didn't feel right, man. And I just felt like you know what? I don't. You're already dealing with some shit right now, and you're internalizing it for the most part, and you're trying to have a good outlook on things and and you know and I, and I really give him so many props man i mean i love this dude and i t- totally give him props because he and i could tell he didn't want to ruin my weekend even though i would have just turned around and bounced right there like if the news that was received there i'd have been like look if you need to go which i did we did we did mention this uh talk about it briefly but it, you know he didn't want to turn around but had he needed to i wouldn't have even tripped on it you know what i'm saying I kind of forgot. I'm sorry, guys. I got sick brain still. I'll get there. I'm I'm getting there. But I kind of forgot what I was talking about, dude. I'm sorry. What were no, we no, 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 no. You were saying, um, you were talking about how I said you went to one, you went to Disney. Oh, yeah. Like, like I was on, on like some of the, uh, there was certain, uh, like, like, uh, groups I'm on on Facebook. Yeah. And, uh, these podcasting groups were showing their interviews that they were having with like Legend of Tomorrow at the, t- you know, the little tables you set up for yeah. podcast interviews. And I was like, I wonder if Dan's even like in the facility right now. Sounds like he's I, doing more Disneyland stuff. Because I wouldn't of that have seen situ- any of I knew that the situation. And so I was like, I don't think he's going to be here for those panels. I missed every single one of them. I just we kind of made it an agreement on on Friday. Like, good. This is That's what we have though. to do. Yeah, this yeah. is what we got to do on Saturday. This is what. Here's the other thing. By comparison, for they had events all day, so don't get me wrong. It doesn't mean that someone else didn't have the time of their life. They had a walking, uh, excuse me, a Fear the Walking Dead panel. There was oh. a shit ton of panels, but there was really nothing that I felt like I had to. Oh, be you didn't. For. You didn't watch any. Like you don't watch Fear. No, I'm not really tied um. to it. I saw. I think three. What was it? I think it was like three episodes of the first season, which didn't really do it for me. So this would have been the WonderCon I should have gone to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess they're, so. they're all my shows. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, you know, and it was fun. But here's the thing. Excuse me. <coughs> um, what was I going to say? I completely forgot where I was going with this, man. I'm sorry. I'm a little spacey. Well, the thing is, also, I understand that you had an in, you had a fairly insurmountable situation happen to you. But the dope thing is that you guys went. I, I, I don't know if I... I mean, that is a strong cat uh, that y'all went anyway. But again, Disneyland, as you say, I've never experienced it, can cheer up anybody. You mean like like make me cry? Is that what you're saying? Cheer up. Oh, cheer up anybody. I apologize, brother. Why would you think I said tear up instead of... I would have thought that you would have thought cheer immediately. I don't know. You're always crying. So I just figured that's what you were talking about. This no, I'm just, <laughs> no, man. I just, uh, I don't know. That's what I thought I heard. What I was trying to say is that we had to make a decision because either we were going to be standing in lines for everything. They went to a lotto system this year for autographs, which I wasn't remember. I was telling you about the, the um, agents of shield autographs yes, and all that. Yes. Unbeknownst to me, because I wasn't paying attention because that's how it wasn't it wasn't that way the last time. They went to a lotto system, so I didn't get any of that whatsoever. There was a lotto system to meet the cast of the of Ready Player One. All these things, and I just missed out on all of it. So really, it just equated to lines. So I don't know if this is going to make a lot of sense, because I feel like I really jumped out of the frying pan into the fire. But in my head, I'm like, look, because we went, we went on the floor Saturday morning. Saturday is the big day. And really, all we wanted to do was like check out all the cosplay that's going on. 
remind me about the cosplay. I'm going to get back to that. But uh, when we're walking onto the floor, the moment you walk into the into the you know the main floor, it's like walking into somebody's mouth. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it was just humid. Ooh, yeah, yeah. It smelled like ass. It it wasn't pleasant for me at all. Like I was sweating walking around in there. So we did like one swoop, see if there was anything new. Friday we mm-hmm. went and we did our shopping or whatever we were going to get. We we went and got that. But um, it just didn't seem pleasant to me, you know? So I, in my head, I'm thinking, well, look, let's go ahead and bounce out of here because all we're going to do is if we move, we're going to have to go stand in lines all day and then do that whole thing like I was telling you where like trade off, go get a beer, go get something to eat, use the restroom, I'll wait here for panels that we weren't that interested in seeing. Or we could go to Disneyland where, yes, there's a shit ton of people as well. Like, obviously way more, but it's open spaced. You know what I mean? There's air flowing. And as I, as I wrote in the blog, if I have, because this happens every single time to me for some reason. It's like they, they find me. If I'm going to walk into someone's fart, I would much rather do it in open air at Disneyland where you smell churros and cinnamon rolls and shit than like you walk into a fart and then walk out of the fart and then you just smell ass. <laughs> that's the best way I can put it. Too. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I know. I mean, I guess I could probably say it a little bit less crude, but there is a definite fragrance of ass on the floor. I wonder why that is. Because, I mean, I'm there, so it's like I don't want to be like, well, that's how the kind of people that go there. But, you know, you just get a, a what's the most PC way of putting this? You get a very diverse group of people there. You know what I'm saying? There's a little bit of everybody. Obviously, there's going to be some people that smell like ass. It's just it's just a fact. You know? You ever been to a comic store on a busy day? There's a lot of ass smell in there. Here's, okay, here's another question I have for you. I'm, I'm very con curious. Sure. Um, so you walk into said con, be it WonderCon, AmazingCon, DisneyCon, ThreatCon, PostCon, any of the cons, okay? Because there's a lot, right? Yeah, JamesCon. Wrath of Khan. uh, There's going to be a Heroes of Noise Khan. Eventually. We'll get there. I'm not, I'm very confident on that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I believe. And then one day there's going to be a huge blow up and then there's going to be like Steve and Dan Khan and one day Dan's going to come after Steve for some reason. There's an explosion. So then there's a Steve Khan and a Dan Khan and there's going to be like, who had the most people? The Steve Khan or the Dan Khan? And they were like, man, we remember when they were like friends back in the day and folks are going to be like, dang, what happened? And then we're going to come together and be like, you know what? We can make this documentary about how we split up. That documentary brings us back together. And next thing you know, we're here as noise again. Oh, damn. I just saw that whole thing right now, man. You're welcome. <laughs> we better start documenting now. <laughs> I don't know where you got I this know shit, we, man. <laughs> we might want to start recording ourselves at this very moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Getting footage. Um, Oh, bring me back to that. I got to put that on the whiteboard. So... In the con, when you're walking the con, am I for the next when I'm I'm gonna go next year? So am I gonna be able to walk up to random cosplayers and say, "Excuse me, can I have your picture?" Or is that not? Or do you guys have like a signal? Yeah, I usually will just like slide my foot over to them and tap their toe with my foot, give them a little wink. No, man, (laughs) you just walk up. I mean, these people go to be looked at. You know what I mean? They're happy to take pictures with you. It's it's nice and courteous to like give them some space if like there's a big ass line of people and they're just sitting there posing and posing and posing. They live there. Trust me, cosplayers like that do this shit professionally live for this. People bring their expensive SLR cameras, SLR, XLR. You know what I'm trying to say? Yes, uh, I do. And um, 
they'll just there's like this area outside where there's a bunch of trees and stuff like that between the hotel and the and the convention center and they're just taking pictures all day long so they love it hey by the way speaking of cosplay bro there's something that i meant to tell you i don't know if it's more on my radar now i really don't think this is the case but i don't know if it's more on my radar now or not but compared to the last time i went to wondercon there was a huge increase in like the number like in people of color there really it was awesome it was awesome that's yeah, awesome like, yeah you know like at one point on saturday there was like this one section and it was like little wakanda like everyone was dressed in you know in black panther shit and yeah how did it look were they good you know i didn't see anything that super impressed me but they were doing a pretty good job but there was lots of there was lots of black girls there that had on like the Shuri dots and stuff like that. That's all they had was just the Shuri dots walking around, just giving a little bit of love. And I just, I don't know, man, it was cool. It was kind of cool to see that because, you know, as I recall, not, again, not that I was paying attention to it back then. Remember when we had a conversation a while back and you were talking about how if you go to like, say, a rock concert and there's like eight black dudes there. Yes. It's going to yes. be noticeable. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. So let's just kind of use that as a comparison to the last time I went to the car. It was again, a huge upgrade. Yeah. Again, not that I was paying attention to that kind of thing, but just yeah. because I guess it's just more on my radar now, maybe because we talk about it a lot on the show or something, it was, um, and you know, and because we're just more socially conscious of these things, it was a huge increase. Dude, the, the pictures you sent, it's not just like you sent me a few Wakanda pictures, but the people behind them, some of them were people of color randomly walking yeah, was, along with their kids. And I'm like, Maybe it has been like this, but I believe that it is a Black Panther effect. That people are like, I really oh, think it is. This led into, you know, maybe I'll get this Marvel Unlimited and see what it, Oh, wow, this is it. You know, and all of a sudden you're reading these comments. You're like, oh, there's more to it than just this blah, 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 blah. And so, I mean, the, the, the Black Panther you sent me, he did a good job. You could tell. I mean, it's a new movie, so you kind of have to get it together fairly quickly. But well, it's um, not like it's not like um, Civil War wasn't out, though. Oh, that's true. You know what I mean? But yeah, I see what you're saying. There's definitely more enthusiasm about it now. But that one girl's one. Uh, I don't know who she was trying to be, but both the girls you sent me did a really good job. I mean, those those like that's not something you could wear somewhere else. They may, it seems like they, oh, this is a specific just for these cons. And so you just walked up to them and said, can I get your picture? Yeah. One of them was giving me a little bit of an attitude. Not so much an attitude as, like I said, because they're they're professional, quote unquote, professional cosplayers. So I did walk up to one. You remember the picture I sent of the three girls? I only I only get two. Oh, I thought I sent it to you. Anyway, I'll get it to you. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. But there were three particular girls, and yep. I was trying to get a picture of Never them. Never mind. Got them. You got it. Okay. Yes. So I walked up to one of them, the one that was dressed in like a pinkish color. I don't remember exactly what she looks like. I said, hey, do you mind if I get a picture of you? You know, she, they looked, they were very well put together. You know what I mean? They look good. Uh, yeah, but, you know, um, we're going to be doing a group photo pretty soon. So why don't you just get in on that? I'm like, okay, Ugh. we'll see you later. See you later. You know, I just walked up next. And then I ended up catching a picture of them on the way back you know, as I was going around. I like to do that. I like to take pictures of all the different cool shit I see. No. There was a really dope Death Note costume. There was, um, what was the coolest one that I saw? I don't know, man. My brain is just, again, I'm, I haven't finished my story yet, but I got I have sick brain and my memory is not as good as it was. But there was just a lot of really impressive costumes there. But I, I'm telling you, I think that the cons have been a little more, I don't know. 
the content just wasn't grabbing me this year. It just didn't really, it, it didn't keep me there. You know what I'm saying? I can, I mean, th- these are not shows you watch. Yeah, but I would have been interested. I do Re- do a show that, you know, requires us to constantly be conscious of all these things. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, the goal for me is to be like, I understand that my first con is not going to be fun. I know that is going to be me trying to get into these press rooms constantly. That's the only goal for my con visit. That's it. To get well, it's, it's not going to be an issue if you're just trying. Okay, a if you are going to do press there, yeah, don't bring your son, bring your boy, and we'll go and do press there. Because do you really want to have your son be like, hey man, wait right here, I'm gonna you go know, take care of true. this. Or unless his friends, I might bring his friends. I might bring like a yeah, bring a friend now there and I'll you pay go. for you and your friend. There you and, go. And uh, we'll meet up whenever we can because that's he'll probably want to chill with his friend more anyway. All of a sudden, I don't know what that's all about, but. That's um, called growing up, Steve. Get used to fun. it. It's not fun at all. I mean, it's very, that's messing with me. More oh, than I'm well, I thought in, I'm well it into it, dude. I'm well into yeah. it already. But I thought yes, I'd be sucks. ready for this. I was like, oh, I can't wait till he's able to. And now it's happening. I'm like, what? Well, why am I so weird about You know what, though? You're lucky you have more than one. You have another one you could fall back on. No, I have two that are exactly the same when it comes to that. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, it's just part of being a teenager, dude. It's just part of being a teenager. I don't. But don't I don't you miss the kisses and the and the all the, all that stuff? Don't you miss it? Yeah, but it just is what it is, man. It's a part of growing up. Yeah, you're past it. I I see it right now. Like you have no <laughs> connection anymore to that part. Like I'm like, don't you miss? You're like, yeah, but this is life. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, I will say this. There's still some times where, well, here's a perfect example: Disneyland. You know, it was cool hanging out with my boy and everything like that. But once the, and I had a great time the entire time, but I would be lying if I said there wasn't points where, what was it? We were in California Adventure and they have like a Cars Land, you know? Yeah. And, you know, the cars come out and they play music or whatever and little kids start dancing around. And you remember having that shitty yes! grin on your face? Yes, dude. Yes. With, when your kids are enjoying something, that, yes, that almost, dude. almost like psycho looking grin on your face. Yes. Yeah, if any parent knows, if you have young kids or you've had young kids, you know what I'm talking about. You get this crazy shit-eating grin on your face when your kids are really into something. I was finding myself going, damn, that'll never happen to me again. That is, I mean, that, that's not true. I guess grandchildren at some point, but I'm, not, I'm in no rush for that. But it's, no, it's a little different when it's your, like for me, I know when I leave whatever college uh, Maj is going to, when I drop him off, I don't know exactly what I'm going to feel when I drive away. Oh, you're going to be crying. It's going to be kind of rougher than I thought. How are you going to do think. without How are you going to do without your boy in town, man? Is this I a don't death? Know. Is it's, it like is it set in stone that he's going out of town? Cuz that's how it is with my daughter. To, yes, She's like, "I'm going to, out of town." That's where and I think it's a Computech thing. I don't know what they're doing. But they do something in cuz he was Fresno to the hilt. And I think Computech exposes them to a bigger possibility sure where you want to now he's not talking about going out of state but he said i want to see more than just here and i'm like you know maybe it's a con because all of his friends are doing that from computech all of them they're going somewhere else i'm like and now that you're saying your daughter i'm like i think it's a computech thing they expose them to more well, give yourself some credit for that too, though, man. And, and again, this is not pertaining to my parents or your parents, yeah. right? Yeah. Because it sounds to me like your parents did. Did you travel a lot 
Yeah, we moved everywhere. No, no, not moving. Did you travel? Like, did you go? Oh on no, no, I never had that, dude. Did you? We had. You did. You went to um Hawaii. fucking Disneyland. It was yeah. yeah. I went to and I went to Maui once, and I'm not being ungrateful. That's huge. But it was yeah, it was great. It was like I still remember it like it was yesterday. It was a great time, and I'll never forget that. But we just did Disneyland a lot because all of my mom's relatives live in Southern California. Same a lot of mine. them, I should yes. say. So yes, we were just always there. And what do you do with a bunch of kids when they're not from Southern California? You take them to Disneyland, right? So it was just kind of, we were always there. You know, that's, that was my, I guess that sort of shaped my mentality a little bit about traveling, which is not to Gail's liking because she comes from a family that they went and did everything. They take off for a month in a camper and shit and just, or an RV. I wish I would have done that, dude. Yeah, man, me too. But, but we see, didn't have back, the finances for... for sure, you know, yeah, same yeah. here, same here. But I think that the next generation, meaning us as parents, whether we think we're doing it or not, we want to give more to our that's kids. That's true, totally you, know, you want them to have more than you have. I think that's just the natural progression of things. I don't think that's ever stopped. You're going to get your hitting a brick wall because you just have a piece of shit as a human being that's not going to do anything to help their yes, children drive. yes. yes. But at the same time, or maybe, and I shouldn't even call them a piece of shit. Maybe they're just not conscious of that kind of thing. But there are those pieces of shit out there. But for me, like my kids have traveled more than I've ever traveled. Dude. You know what I mean? Like my son's been to Germany, Amsterdam. How crazy uh, is that? New York. He's the tri-state area he went to. Yes. Now, yep. granted, this is through college, of course, with the band and everything like that. But he just got back from Denver. He went to Las, excuse me, not Denver, uh, Las Vegas. And where else did he go? I think he went to Boise, too. All within the course of since last yeah. August. Yeah. Not the Germany part and all that. But still, what I'm saying is we're not really taking care of that. That's through the school. But like the Germany trip, his, his best friend lives there. We wanted that for him. That was his Christmas present one year. So you're not going to, if Ben says tomorrow, Dad, um, I'm going to go ahead and go to, to school in Denver. How will you deal with dropping him off? <laughs> That's not going to happen, man. But uh, if <laughs> you know what I mean, I know, but what I mean by that is, I know, I, like, I know you're saying yeah, hypothetically. Yeah. I get what you're saying. No, he's just down. He's, he goes to Fresno State. He's very happy yes. there. And yes. that's his place. He's studying music and he could study music elsewhere, but he wanted to stay here. I think totally. in his head, no insult to my son. I think that's his maturity level at the moment. Like he wants to be here and totally town understandable. and still, yes. you know, he's still figuring shit out. Yes. Um, my daughter, who is a lot like me, and it's just like, what's this? I need to conquer this. Okay, it's conquered. What's next? If she can, within reason, yes. of course. Yes. She just wants to see it all. And I don't know if that's just because it's like a yet, an, it's not necessarily another generation, but there's a five-year difference. They're, they're, they love each other very much, but they're like night and day. And, you know, it's just the way it is, man. It's a crapshoot. But to answer your question, yeah, I'm sure that it would bum me out. I'm, you know, I'm going to miss my kid regardless it bummed me out here's a good example when i sent him that this is involving travel by yourself to a different that's country. a whole different i told that would freak me out <laughs> oh i was a fucking wreck dude we dropped him off at lax and when i saw i had to one of us had to stay behind and you know but gail really wanted to see him off naturally that's her baby of course and uh my baby too but you know what i'm saying yeah of course and uh when she, when I saw those two going up the escalator and he waved bye to me, like I'm like bye, like it just fucking came out, like it just fucked me up. We didn't, yeah, we had yeah. we drove back that night from LAX. It's like a four hour drive, folks. If uh, you're not in California, and 
there was a lot of silence, not like uncomfortable silence, just, wow, our kid just did this kind of thing. You know? it's, a, it's a very, so like right now, mind you, we put an arbitrary number on adulthood. Like if you watch, you know, National Geographic, these kids are adults when, you know, the tribe sends them out to do whatever crazy thing they got to do. They come back, they're an adult, 14, 15. And so we have 18. But technically 17, you've done your, if you, if you, by 16, you've done your job. They are who they're going to be now. That's who they are now, pretty much. Now you're just counting the days. Because my son is, since 16, he's been this guy. Now his voice is just getting deeper and he's getting taller and looking different with hair on his face. That's (laughs) the only difference now. And all of his friends are now talking about what schools they're going to and, you know, what city and, oh, we're going to be in the same city. And is he a senior, Steve? He is a senior next year. Next year, he's a junior. Oh, right okay. You, so you got a little time left. He's go. He's he's submitting uh, in December for colleges. Right. And uh, he, it's a very. Um, I think I'm gonna get more used to it because my brain, just like many, I mean, I'm sure you have it too. Your brain starts being like, okay, instead of dealing with this, we're gonna go ahead and cram this down somewhere other places. And maybe one day when you're like 48, 49, you're going to see something on TV and wondering, why are you crying so much at this? Because I finally em- I finally emerged. But for now, we're going to cram <laughs> this down and you're going to see him off in the plane and be like, oh, I'm doing a lot better than this than I thought. Until one day you see something and out it comes. But you're good. I just don't deal with things at the moment. I, hear I think you. the last thing I dealt with something at the moment was our little talk, our little issue that day. Oh, really? That's the last time you got any, you put any emotion in anything, huh? It would have been just a, okay, let's do the show. And then in my brain, I'm just like, freaking deck on it. We should have da da But that day it was just like, you know what? We got to be honest with each other today. Da-da-da-da. And um, that's, but I just don't think, I think something that, as big as my son, I think that's just going to be a, I'll see him off. I'm happy. I'm driving home. Everything's fine. And then just one day I'm watching a random movie and I just bawl. For no reason, I'm like, why am I crying like this over this movie? And it's just that. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a prediction right now. Go for it. You will cry the moment you drop him off. And I that's think not I will. an insult. That's yeah, not no, like typical I Steve, I you know. No, I you think will. I might. You got a big heart, and I know how much you love your son. It's gonna so suck, it's, dude. It's gonna it's suck. good though. It's not bad, and I don't know why it's great I'm for him. like this. I know. And it's great for you because you are able to do these things for your son, you know? But, but it, not that. I mean you're contributing. No, I'm sure I he's totally. gonna get scholarships or whatever too yes yes but where's he looking what's the farthest out he's looking uh he's looking home oh funny that we should say he's looking at a um uh oh no not denver he's looking for arizona state is the farthest out that's still pretty far man that is far and because they, they sent him something saying hey we are interested in you why don't you come out and check our school is this just all off of academics or does he mm-hmm. Wow, good for Academic. him. He's in a STEM program. And since you're doing a lot of, um, which I'm sure, like, uh, uh, is your daughter interested in STEM or not? I'm not even familiar with the term. Like, uh, it's science, technology, and engineering, and mathematics. She didn't like her time there. Oh, And I think really? it was just, no, 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 don't get me wrong. She liked the education of it. It stressed her out bad. Yeah, yeah, same with my and son. She, yeah. And, you know, and... and Again, she's a lot like me, so she's going to beat the hell out of herself to make sure that she gets it done. So that was a really stressful two years for her. And um, I think she just missed all of her other friends. I don't feel like she ever that. felt like she, she gelled completely. 
That yeah. said, she brought, you know, some of their other friends that she met there are now going to the same school she goes to. They actually left with her instead of going to Edison. And uh, it was it was the right thing. Like, she's way more happy now, you know? I mean, the thing is, Computech is, I mean, it's one of the toughest schools in the state. It's known to be just a brutal, because you saw how she had to test to get in. She had to be referred, and then she right. had to test in. And so once you test in, now you can't get lower than, what is it, a C before they start getting on you? Like, they, yeah. it gets pretty serious, dog. I'm like, no, whoa. No, they take, they take it very seriously over there. <laughs> but Which the is fact good. She, yeah, it's great, because now, I, here's what I will tell you. Nothing's ever going to be that tough for her, as far as in school. Like, she's going to take classes, but now she was she's going to be mentally more mature when she takes her college test. She's not going to be as stressed as a child having to do that. She was a kid doing that on her own and it, a lot of it was in class so you guys couldn't really help her as much as you wanted to a lot of it was in class in school stuff and she'd probably come home very stressed because it happened in school but she's ready now. i mean i knew i remember when she i knew your daughter was going to get in because you you're a smart dude like you're a very you're way smarter than i'm not see i'm not going to say that because what if my friends are listening okay i'll say that you are one of the <laughs> smartest people i know Except for, like, dumbass Joe. I'm smarter than dumbass Joe, huh? There it is. Whatever your oh. friend's name. <laughs> dumbass Joe. Hey, real quick, man. I'm going to give you the short version of what happened after the, the con, okay? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If you... I really want to hear this, actually, because I want to know... Um, I want to know how it's set on. Because I would think you had an itchy throat or something. I'll break it down for you really okay, quick. Okay, please. Here we go. So, oh, this is my fun part. I mean, not so, fun. But, well, yeah. check this out, man. I don't know if this is just because uh, I had been working out, right? So I don't know if it's like my body. I don't know if it's my body going like, "Wow, you did absolutely nothing for a really long time," and then you started working out. But what got me was the walking. That's the first thing. So on Saturday, we walked the whole time. We walked back to the hotel once, and we went back to the to the park, and we did both parks. You know, that's a lot of steps you're taking, and normally. Not an issue. It's never been an issue before. I used to run all the time and everything. But I'm walking around in the park. And I'm like, oh, damn. What is going on on my... It was like right ab- right below my calf, on my left calf. I'm like, what is this shit? It just hurts. It felt like... You know how like when you, when you just work to the point of fatigue and your muscles just feel like they can't stretch or anything anymore? I was getting that kind of sensation. And it just kept getting tighter and tighter. And I like felt down. I'm like, oh, shit. That's like swollen. So, okay, that's new. So I just kept walking and we got all the way back, almost all the way back to the hotel. And it was at the point where I'm like, he's like, Mike was like, you know, we can get a cab if you need to. I'm like, no, no, I'm good. And I I pushed through it, but I was in agony, bro. Like I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I thought maybe I tore my Achilles tendon. I didn't know what happened. So I went to the doctor on Monday and it turns out that I had a, I developed Achilles tendonitis just out of the blue. I still have it, actually. I got this big knot on the back of my of my calf or where it, where it inserts into the calf, not to get all, you know, anatomical or anything, but that's where it is. And I'm like, fuck, well, that's new. Great. So they told me to take two days off of work, you know? <laughs> that's new. What, you know, one more I, thing. Huh, okay. You know, and I just, Heroes of Noise uh, 2021, it's going to be like, and then my colon <laughs> prolapsed, you know? Yes. <laughs> I can't see anymore and I have to wear five sets of glasses to do anything. That shit's almost true already. But yeah, so they told me, hey, you need to stay off of your your foot. You went to the doctor there? 
No, no, no. When I got back home. Okay, Sunday, okay. Sunday, we, we came home pretty quickly. We just okay. went and got a bite to eat and then we, we came home. But I, I was just chilling. So I went to the doctor on Monday and they're like, yeah, you got this. You have to chill for a couple of days. Ice it, ibuprofen, the whole bit. And then you can go back to work. I'm like, all right. Well, it's doctors. I hate missing work, first of all. But I'm like, okay, it has to be done. So this is what I'm going to do. I might as well make the best of it. So I'm thinking, okay, on Tuesday... Maybe I'll just wake up. I'll have my foot propped up. I'll call up Hudson, who's on vacation, and we'll just bust out a, a, a podcast, an extra podcast. Yeah. Not the case, brother. I woke up on time, like, you know, not on time, but like early in the morning and instantly felt like I wanted to die. I had a migraine like I've never had before, or at least in years. My whole right side of my face, uh, it was maxillary sinus pressure, man. Like I could just, my teeth hurt. I don't know if you've ever experienced that. I get really bad allergies but my teeth hurt, my head hurt. It was all on the right side of my face. And the way that I knew it was sinus was because I, if I flipped over, think of like a cup of water, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So if I'm lying on the right side where it hurts, all that fluid's going to collect on that side and it's going to make it hurt even more. So if I flipped over, that side's not bothered yet. So all that gunk just flows down into the left side. I'm like, oh, okay, pressure relieved. So I'm thinking, okay, this maybe this is just a really bad sinus thing or, you know, maybe I got a little sinus infection. I don't know. Went to the urgent care and uh, they said, uh, yeah, well, you probably have a sinus infection. Here's some Augmentin and do this, that and the other and you should be good to go. I'm like, okay, all right. This doesn't feel, this doesn't feel normal, but you're the doctor. As the day went on, fever started. Uh, chills. I was like sweating and then I was just freezing the whole bit and all the other stuff that comes along with the flu happened. All the good stuff. Let's just say that I got it all and it just continued to get worse. Tuesday was probably the worst day. I mean, I literally just like fucking put a knife in my brain. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And I'm not a, I'm not a baby when I'm sick, but I'm probably not the best. You know, I think it's pretty time told at least i hear a lot from women that men are kind of pussies when it comes to being sick um <laughs> I, it's just what i've heard i don't know maybe maybe gail can tell you my past experience here but i know that i'm, I'm a bit like groaning like ugh, I, I was just groaning i was almost crying dude it was so fucking bad and uh so what it is i i semi self-diagnosed i know it was the flu but i'm pretty sure i got the con flu man and the con flu is simply put is just getting the flu from being around a shit ton of people, you know, just thousands of people, a big group of people happens to people at conventions all the time. Well, not only did I go to WonderCon, but then I stepped out and went to a place where there's like 300,000 people walking around, touching every single thing. I even had like my wipes, not my wipes, like the uh, Purell stuff, you know, that you can rub on your hands. I tried everything I could because I've heard of this and I was very well aware of the con flu and I've never had it before. And I'm still feeling it. It's what, uh, a week later now, or six days later, five days later, excuse me. And no, six days. Sorry, fuck it. It's, it's a lot of days later is what I'm trying to get at. And I still can't get it together. I mean, you guys aren't going to hear this. The listeners are not going to hear this, but I'm taking little pause breaks and shit. I'm going to edit out my coughs. Uh, you may be able to hear it in the voice a little bit. But even just sitting here, I went to the store this morning just to get a few things. And I, uh, I got on a ladder to change a uh, air filter, you know? That's it. That's it. I was fucking ready. To, like, I'm just, I'm done. I'm, I'm too tired to do anything. I can't even go sit in a movie theater. I wanted to go see Damn. Ready Player One. That wasn't happening. And now Gail's sick. She caught my flu. 
So it just wasn't going to happen. But what I'm getting at is the Con flu is not to be fucked with. It is bad. <laughs> yep. It is bad. It's like Wu-Tang Clan. It is nothing to fuck with, G. It is bad. And, and it's just, I'm still getting over it. And I've like looked it up and I've like looked on Twitter. I, I uh, hashtagged con flu and there was this one chick. She's like, it's like day six and I want to die. I'm not there, but I still feel it. It's, it's brutal. So anyway, that, that's my story. I got super sick and I hurt my, <laughs> and I hurt my Achilles tendon because I'm an old ass man, I guess. That was You're my not, story. Dude, but you walked a grip, dude. True. But I've done that many times before. So I can only, you know, it comes from overexertion. I can only like, you know, think that it's coming from the working out that I'd been doing previously. And then the extra, like there was nothing else that happened. I didn't bump my leg. I didn't twist my leg. I didn't roll my, nothing like that. It was just all of a sudden like, ow. And it's still like that right now. It doesn't, it's, I can walk on it. It's not agonizing, but I have this big ass lump where it's all swollen and where it inserts into your calf, into my calf, I should say. And uh, yeah, so that's what I've been dealing with, man. This dude went through all this to comfort a friend. Ladies and gentlemen, give this man an applause. <coughs> Excuse wow. me. Wow. You're ruining my moment. I apologize. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. All right. Hey, you, I, know, you know, it, 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 trust me, there was no, there was no, nothing heroic about it, man. I was just dealing with the situation and making it. Okay. Work. But thank okay. you. I appreciate that. So that's it. No more, no more ailment stories. I'm back <laughs> and I'm ready to rock shit. I got a question for you, Dan. Go ahead. All right, I, want, I have a, I have a, a theory. Oh, no, I don't. I, I'm asking you this question. I have an an idea in my brain. Say you've been sick, okay? Okay, I can all do right. that. All right, all right. Pretend you're giving me a call. Go ahead. Are we role playing? Yes. So call me. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Beep boop 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 beep boop boop. What's up, this motherfucker? Hello. <sighs> hey, man. What's happening? Oh my goodness! I heard, what's up? Man? I was gonna. I was just about. I was gonna call you. I heard you were sick. All right, that's one. Now call me again. <laughs> oh, beep boop beep boop. This motherfucker better pick up this time. <laughs> Hello. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's going on, man? Not much. Just chilling. Chilling. Okay. Now, knowing that you were sick, which one do you prefer? The oh, I was gonna call you, man. I heard you were sick. What's going on? Or the you know what? I'm not even acknowledging you were sick. You called. How's life? Knowing either something was going on with you or, you know, you were sick. It's common knowledge that maybe something was happening. Do you prefer okay. the gushing, hey, I was just, I was going to call you, man. Or do you prefer someone just not even acknowledge it? Hey, what's going on? I kind of like the second one, to be honest with you. That's my theory, G. You want to know why? Go for it. Because then why didn't you fucking call? Bingo. That's my, that's, and I think we all do that. When we know oh, something's yeah. going on and you call, you automatically be like, dude, I was just about to. And I caught myself. I was like, you know, what? I don't think I'm going to do that anymore. But I wanted to get your opinion on that. I think that people do those kind of things. And put it this way. Either one of those scenarios right there, honest. I'm only addressing it because you asked me about yes. it. Yes. I don't think it would have even registered with me, to be honest with oh, you. Oh, really? But, and not to bring, you know, not to bring the conversation down. So there's yes. no need for, oh, oh. Or anything like that but just to yeah. give you an example when my dad passed away there was a lot of that and mm. that that bugged me because it's not like oh i'm sick or yeah you know I that's a big car one. or something yes. like my father died and you knew him and what you know that kind of thing so that was a whole different situation i actually i don't want to say disassociated myself with some people 
because of that, but it definitely let me know where their where their loyalties lied. You know what I mean? See that? So you would have rather if you would have called them and they were just like, "Hey, what man? What's going on?" And don't yeah. even address it instead of How being like, doing? "Oh, I heard, man. So I was gonna call you." Yeah. You don't want that. Oh, interesting. It's not that I don't want it because, again, I think that people just don't know how to handle certain situations. I'm not the best at that. Like, well, not without getting into it, something even worse is going on with another friend of ours. And sometimes you just don't know what to say. You can say too much, you know? And, and so I get it. I don't know how to just negotiate every single obstacle that comes my way like that. I don't know how to say the right thing every single time. Sometimes I'll just be like, what's up? Or maybe I will. It'll just come out involuntarily. Like, oh, hey, I was going to call you. So I get it from both sides. Now, this leads me to my next whiteboard thing. I am an awful friend. Awful, dude. Oh, <laughs> where are you going with this? That's it. I'm just am. In general, I'm not. Some people are gifted. They understand their natural protocol is being a good. You are a good friend. You are a person that doesn't have to try to be a good friend. It happens naturally for you. For me, it's like the equivalent of an alien trying to find out how humans are acting to become a human. Like so? I have to uh, I have to observe good friends and do what they do. What, what are you saying? Like you're a sociopath and you just don't think that way. So you're mm -hmm. like mimicking what you see people do or no, do you I just am mimicking. prompted. Yeah, I, I am mimicking what other people do. I mimic what you do sometimes. Don't do that. That's bad. It's always bad. No, you are really good at being a friend. I don't think I'm a good like there are there be times where I totally should call somebody and I literally won't. I just I think I appreciate that. And I um, no, I appreciate that. And I'll tell you that as I'm getting older, I try to be. But I wasn't always that way. You know what I mean? I wasn't like I said, there's just sometimes where it's like, I don't know what to say. But I can say that, you know, I'm not really on Facebook anymore. But you know how like people like to get vague about shit? Yes. On Facebook. Yes. Well, there's the ones that you always know are going to say that shit. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're just looking for attention. It must be Wednesday. You're looking for attention. But yes. then there's the ones that don't say those kind of things normally. And they'll, they, that's sometimes I feel like everyone's had that. Not everyone, but a lot of people have that moment where I'm just going to write something stupid because it's going to make me feel better. Oh, shit, it didn't make me feel better. And now people think I'm crazy or vague or whatever. Yes. Um, yes. If, it, if it's coming out of a camp that's not normally like that, even if they're not the closest friend, yeah, I'll usually hit them up. Hey, man, you okay? Or is there anything I can do for you or whatever? The thing is, you're the quintessential friend. Nah, bro. I but had to come you. to the realization I'm not a good friend. At all. It's not natural. Here's a question I would ask an employee if they were coming to me like, you know, I just, I can't seem to fix this problem. Or, all right, I, I'm not a good employee or whatever. Well, what are we going to do about that? Is my question I'm going to ask. What, what can it take? to get you on the right track. What's it going to take for Steve to be in his opinion? I don't know why I'm speaking about you like you're another person. What what would it take for you to, you know, stop that basically, break that mimicking habit? people like you? I don't buy that. It's true, dude. I have to look at who a good friend is and be like, "You know what? That is a good idea. I need to do that thing." That's the only way you learn because if you take it upon yourself to say, "I'm going to start being a better friend," but like you don't know how to. It's not in your DNA. It's like I understand that. Yes. But if you're making but if you're making an effort yes. to do these things, then mm -hmm. don't you think they should sort of just become part of your inventory? You know totally. What I mean? It's going to yeah. be but it's never going to be natural. 
it's going to be an effort to be a good friend. I have to take an effort. Like, dude, recently, a close friend of mine, so you know the people that you talk, maybe you've known them for most of your life, but you only talk to occasionally. So I was going to go on an out-of-state trip, and my mom was like, oh, you should stop by and see such and such. And I was like, nah, I don't even want them to know that I'm there. And they're like, you know, that's just mean, sort of. I'm like, I just want to be by myself. She was like, you can't go out of state to a specific place where this person lives and hope that they won't find out in the age of Facebook and Twitter. They just will, and that's going to hurt their feelings. And I'm like, yeah, maybe I should just call and say I don't feel like, um, I don't really feel like, so. Uh, I just want to go alone. She's like, that's worse. <laughs> it's even worse saying I want to go all the way out of here and I can't suffer you for twenty for an hour. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just not a good friend, G. You know what? I can actually appreciate that. And I'm going to counter now. Okay. I'm not the, I'm not the, the good friend you th- you're thinking that I am. <laughs> um, I think we've all done this, whether we choose to admit it or not. But I'm the guy, even if we're cool. And if I'm in a funky ass mood and I'm just trying to go to Target or something or to the grocery store or whatever and get what I need and, you know, stick a move and just get the hell out of there. And I see said friend coming down this down the other way. They're over by the vegetables and I'm by the bread. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, or where, you know what I'm getting at. Yes. There have been way too many times where I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to go ahead and just look at the juices <laughs> now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> What's but if this you juice? were in another state, you would make it a point to be like, dude. Not necessarily. You don't. I, I, Dan, you're my friend Dan. Mike. Okay, here's here's an example. Okay, uh, and he knows it, but my friend Mike lives in Sacramento now. And on when was it? It was in September. Back in September, I went to Elk Grove to do that wedding. Yes, which is not very far from Sacramento. No, I had the the following day. I totally could have met up with him. Hey, just stop by. Hey, man, let's let's just go for coffee or something real quick. I'll just hey, how are you? How's your girl? Anything like that. I didn't do any of that. I just drove home. I didn't really give it a thought. It wasn't like I'm like, I don't want to see Mike. I just, I'm doing me right now. Totally. I can't do something now, and I'm doing me. But but the difference is it didn't cross your mind. You went home. I am going through it saying, here's how I'm going to avoid this person. And I'm hoping that no oh. one tells them I'm in town. Because I just want to be by myself. And I was going to be like, mom, I'll just call him and be like, I want to be by myself. You're probably going to hear that I'm in town. She's like, that's even going to be worse. I mean, just an hour you can't if you're going way out of town you can't just chill with them for an hour and my brain was doing gymnastics to be like no because in that hour most likely that hour i would be watching netflix in another state that's what i'd be doing <laughs> well you're and sounding I'm like an introvert no you're more of a recluse that's what i'm saying here's what i hear this is during my whiteboard sessions i was sitting there looking at it and i was like huh I'm personable. I'm just not a good friend. I'm just personable. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of people that think they're my friends that aren't. In my brain, if they're just like, hey, I'm having a birthday party. How many people, if I put the picture of my birthday party, will hit me up saying, why wasn't I invited? That I wouldn't even have thought of inviting from. I'm the opposite of that, actually. I If I was going to host a party, we've talked about this before, but yeah. if I was going to like host a party... It sounds absurd to me at this point because I'm such a nervous host. I don't like inviting people. I'm afraid that they're going to get there and be bored or... That is interesting. You know? You think they'd be bored with you, dude? You know, there was a point in time... No, I think I'm... Okay, this is I'm a lot now more this chill. just got really interesting. <laughs> well, we'll just... Fuck, fuck the regular <laughs> show. We'll just keep with the pregame. This just got but, um, really interesting. 
Nah, man, I don't know if it's interesting. It's just that, again, I'm so fucking cloudy. I keep forgetting what we're talking about. I'm so sorry. You were saying you're like, I, um, you said, I wouldn't invite people over because you yeah, think yeah. they're going to be bored with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's just a ner- it's an anxiety thing for me. I can't sit still. And, you know, getting back to prior conversation, I know you love giving me shit about things, and you ha- you certainly have a set opinion on why, why you have not been to my house. or You know, I get that. But I would have to say that that's probably a part of it. Now, exactly. not so much. You are more than welcome to come by. Like, I was watching um, total, like, tangent, but getting back to what I was saying, uh, Dax Shepard has a podcast called The Armchair Expert. Have you heard this? Dude, that is so weird that you just said that. I literally got caught onto it because randomly Van Hunt follows me and I love Van yeah. Hunt. Look at and you getting followed by Van Hunt. <laughs> I'm not fraud. Don't think I'm not going to put out a, me, a thing of me doing one of his songs and tag him. I'm going to. <laughs> but um, he was like, hey, I'm on armchair. I'm like, what's armchair with Dax Shepard? And I down on Friday. That's it's great, so isn't weird it? That you, I haven't listened yet. It's great. It's a really it good. Really? It's, just a, it's just a free form interview. It's that just him so talking with people like like the the last one is see now I done forgot what the fuck I was talking about I knew this was gonna happen but oh I know where I was getting at um, what I was gonna say is that I was looking on his Instagram I fell down a rabbit hole of like armchair expert shit and the, the, yeah I was looking at Van Hunt on there and all that but I wanted to He's see because so he, his his podcast studio quote unquote is his attic. And it's been, it's nice and converted and it's, you know, painted nice and everything. But his setup, that's what I was wondering. Like, what's your setup? I'm always curious. What, how, what are you using to record or whatnot? And then what's your setup? Dude, he's, I think the reason he calls it the armchair expert, he's got like a lazy boy and he's just chilling, holding a mic stand, talking into a mic where the other people are sitting on a sofa directly across from him and they just have two little, two microphones. But it's just, it's like just chilling in your house. You know what I mean? And it's, it seemed very comfortable. And I think that now I may, I would be able to do something like that. I was actually thinking like, maybe we should, that should be the next podcast. Like just have Steve come over and we're just chilling in the front room talking. And doing I, this. Now, I now understand that you don't need to have the big cool setup to get something done like that. You know, oh, it's dude. actually very easy. I think, yeah, that would be fun. Like a, like a, like a, uh, um, how you doing uh, podcast where it's just like some random friend we bring over be like what have you been up to like a random right. conversation where we just talk to whoever's is willing to but I know it's your house so you don't want just I, I would want it to be your friends like who you're close to yeah. do, you have, do you have here's a question because there's a theory that I read they said that there's a, only a certain amount of people you can memorize like a tribe can only have about 150 people because that's how many people a person can remember you can only remember 150 people in your brain. Do you think you know? Are your friends with more than 20 people in your life? Friends, not acquaintances. Like legit friends. Legit not friends. 20 I would say people. No. no, man. I would say definitely no. Isn't that interesting? Over the course of 40 years, that I don't, I can't say that I'm friends with 20 people. That's crazy. When I was younger. Like in my 20s, more particularly, actually before marriage, um, man, she ruined everything. No, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. No, but like before, <laughs> I'm just kidding, babe. But um, yeah, I was that social guy. You know what I yes. mean? I was the guy. Yeah. I was that yeah. fucking guy that, and I and I wanted to be that guy. Like, I'm the funny guy at the party. I'm that guy. Fucking look at me. Woo, bust a fucking bottle over my head. Look, hey, look, I'm fucking. Fall off a truck, ruin now. my back. Yeah, Ex- yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy, exactly. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I had a lot more friends back then 
and I would consider them friends. You know, we, we hung out a lot in the twenties. We hung out a lot, but as I'm getting older and particularly just because I'm so damn busy, as you know, I don't have time for it. So a lot of my friends that I have, I would, t- I would probably say like that I'm calling true friends, ride or die kind of shit. Excuse me. <coughs> I would probably say that, uh, under 10. That's a good number. Yeah. And, it, and it's probably on the lower end or the, yeah, the lower end of things. I, I don't have a lot of true friends, to be honest with you. And, Tons and of acquaintances. the thing is, I know people that think, I'm sure there are people in your life that think that they are your friends. It just depends on what you, do, what you define as a friend. You yes. know what I mean? Like I consider but, coworkers, some coworkers as friends. We're not chilling together. We're not hanging out. But I consider them friends. You know what I mean? Interesting. So would you consider, so that's an interesting thing. I think that there's, I don't know other levels. I would imagine there's acquaintances, there's friends, and there's just, maybe there's just acquaintances and friends. But there's people that I'd be like, yes, I'd socialize with these people, maybe go out somewhere with these people. But I don't know what takes someone from, you know what? Here's what I would consider a friend. Someone because this is this is something that a man you have to feel feel very vulnerable. Someone I would cry in front of is someone I consider a friend. And that number is low. That's real. That is That's a, a good thing. low freaking because if I'm if I say I wouldn't cry in front of this person, well then I now have to dive into, well then do you trust them? Do you think they're going to make fun of you? Yeah, well then is that your friend? No matter what reason, you know? What about if you chose to cry in in front of somebody and then they get weirded out? Now you're like, oh shit, I oh, thought you were my friend, but you don't yeah. think I'm your friend. You Holy know what I mean? Holy cow, how ill would that be? I've had several, not necessarily crying, but I've had some like real moments like that. Like, you know, like a, a reality check kind of thing where it's like, I just spilled something out to you that I probably now regret doing for sure. <laughs> because they're like, well, I don't know how to deal with that. So that's oh. not my territory. You know, some people just aren't good at that kind of thing. They, some people aren't good at being a... Uh, for the purposes of this conversation, the shoulder to cry on or whatever. They just, that's wanna, hey, what, man, yes. where's yes. the funny guy? You know what I mean? Where's that funny guy at? I got a lot of that shit. I think Facebook kind of ruined it for me. Facebook turned me into a recluse, man, because when Facebook first came out, not first came out, but let's just say for the sake of this, like 2008, you know? Yes. There wasn't a lot of action, at least in my circle of friends. And I was constantly like, here's a fucking joke for you. Constantly, constantly, yes. constantly. And ended up hanging out with people that I didn't normally hang out with. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yes. And it was fun. But then it turned into a thing where it's like, when I tried to get real about certain things, well, hey, where's the funny guy at? Say something funny, yes. clown. You know what I mean? Dance, yeah. monkey, dance. Yes. And that's when I was kind of like, well, fuck you. I don't, that's that's not what I'm in this for. Totally you get know? that. Yeah. But anyway, wow, we got deep. I'm going to get one more deep with you right now, okay? And then we'll, we should yes. probably get yes. going on this here. Thanks, guys, for listening to all of our ramblings, but it's been a while. Um, it's been a while. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get real on you right now, so I'm going to yes. flip this to you. And give uh-huh. you a deep thought moment before we go. Okay. So you and I uh-huh. do a podcast and we talk we often about this podcast, right? Yes. And we also share some space in a in a, a work environment. Yes. Sort of. Yes. You and I don't really chill outside of that. True. So before I finish, am I your friend? Or am I your business partner? I w- um here's and here's the, we're gonna go ahead and get deep and honest. Um, you're one of the people I got closest to in the shortest amount of time in my history of my life. Oh, thanks, G. I, I feel the same way, man. Really I'm hugging clicked. you from far away right now. <laughs> I've never clicked 
so rarely have I clicked with someone so quick. Like, it was almost like I was waiting for a shoe to drop. I'm like, oh, no, this guy cannot. Because your quirks fit my quirks. The things that you, like, like set you off, I don't care about, so I wouldn't do. And the things that set me off, you just don't do. And likewise, it, like, balances each other out to the point of, um, like, normally if I had an issue where I saw, oh, I saw another side of this guy, it would make me feel like, wow, that was weird. But when I saw another side of you, I'm like, I feel closer to Dan. I'm like, oh, he's my friend. <laughs> he's my friend now. Because that would never happen. Like, I'm like, oh, that was awesome. I found that he got a little fire in him. And it made me feel like I got closer. I saw another side. I'm like, okay, if we didn't care about each other, we wouldn't have done that. That wouldn't have been a thing. We would have just shrugged it off. Yeah, for sure. There's layers to friendship, man. Totally. You know, sometimes you fight with your friends. It's just totally. the way it is. But if I like had, like say I had, if if a family member was going or if my, when I dropped Maj off or if I found out some terrible news, if I had no one else, if I was like, okay, um, uh, if I like my family wasn't available, you would literally be one of the next people I call. I'm like, if I had to just talk to someone and I was like, I can't deal with this, you'd be the person. Because I know you would just sit there and be like, look, I can't take this away but I could listen and you wouldn't judge. And so, yeah, dude, like if something, if someone does something to you, it's not a calling Dan saying, Hey, do you need my help? If someone is in front of your house and I know about it, I'm going over there immediately. Cause if he messes with you, he's messing with me. Yeah. That's what I feel about Dan. Take heed motherfuckers. You hear that? I got Hudson on my side. No. Hey man, I really, I appreciate that. And of I course, guess. You know, um, we're so cheesy, but I'm extending the same thing to you. And I think you already knew that. You know what I mean? Oh, so I assume the thing is, it wasn't even a like in my brain when I was like, you're like, I only have a certain friend. I'm like, well, I'm one of those guys because of we, course. Yeah. I was going to dang. OK, well, I promise this is the last white thing. <laughs> even I if promise. it's not, who cares? I you know what, by the way, uh, very quick little tangent thing. It's not even a tangent, just an idea. I was thinking when you said that, I think you need your own show, man, where you just ramble. And you call it the white and you call it the whiteboard sessions, dude. But or I need you to dude, maybe we I should change the name of the pregame to the whiteboard. Oh, sessions. the whiteboard sessions! That is genius, <laughs> dude. You need a whiteboard. Uh, that's what I'm gonna do next time I'm in office, Max. I'm gonna get you your own whiteboard. The whiteboard sessions. The whiteboard session. Now, here's the last one. Okay, so yeah. you and I are walking. We're close. We have no whatever. We're walking, and um. <laughs> And someone was like, hey, are you going to be paying separately? Who else is coming to the table? And I say, oh, it's just me and my boyfriend. What do you say? Wait, wait, wait. You're going to have to go one more time on that one. I kind of Because I heard a girl say, oh, me and my girlfriends are going out. I'm oh, like, gotcha. Oh. So if you referred to me as your boyfriend. Yeah, what would you say? I'd probably, well, again, you know I'm not homophobic or anything. Oh, no, like no, no, that, no, but, no, no. But I'd probably be like, what's up with that? I would ask you, what's up with that? Isn't that weird? I didn't, rec- I didn't even think about that till this last week. I was like. If I said that, that would be weird, and I wouldn't say it. I wonder why it's so different, and that's one of those major differences where it's just like, oh, just me and my girlfriends, you don't think twice. You do not even think twice. But if your son was like, hey, Dad, I'm going to go out with me and my boyfriends, you would at least, okay, I love you, son, but you would literally do like a, huh, that's an interesting way of phrasing that. Maybe yeah. that's a new thing the kids are doing. <laughs> you would think, well, maybe that's like a, and then you would say, oh, that makes sense. No biggie. But in you your start, brain, you'd be like, hmm. You want me to start calling you and be like, what up, boyfriend? How you doing, man? 
How you living, oh, what, dude? What do you think but, it's a macho thing, or what do you think that is? Probably when I really when you really break it down, I would assume that's exactly what it is. But it's just something that it's not even that I feel uncomfortable with it, but it does seem weird. Like, huh? Boyfriend? I would feel like, I would feel weird, dude. I feel okay. Really I mean, weird. I would. Yeah, I would definitely feel weird, but I wouldn't be like the fuck dude be quiet i wouldn't say anything like that i, I would, would say like, hey what was that I, all I, about yeah i would probably just smile at the waitress or whatever scenario we were in right now and be like yeah and then like like i probably even fuck with her and like touch your hand or something you know yeah we're sat on a little datesy date but at the what same was, time you'd be like what I, afterwards that? i'd be like what the f- what was up with that jim is there something you want to tell me <laughs> that is so you would literally it would have been worth it hearing your hey what why would you even that would have been worth it. Let me ask you a question real quick. Because, <laughs> dude, if I changed the subject, at some point during our conversation, you would somehow steer it back to, hey, man, when we came in here, you said something <laughs> And I would try to figure out how far can I let this conversation go without having him veer this back to what happened about 10 minutes ago. Because you would bring it back. You'd be like, hey. um, No, it would so- definitely get brought back. <laughs> You know, but you know, but dude, there's, there's, there's just double standards with men and women, you know? I mean, it's, it's not like I just said something that's revelation, you know, like a big, no, 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 no. But at the same time, there's just things that women do that we wouldn't do. For instance, ah, Kelly, you look so cute today. Like your boobs are just, you have the best boobs. Your boobs are great. I wish I had your boobs. Like you're never going to be hearing me like, damn, Steve. Man, your balls are great, dude. I wish I had True. your balls, bro. Totally. You know what I mean? Totally. It's, it doesn't it doesn't well, work. Well, even that way. even something easier. It's like if if I'm dating a woman and she says, I was like, "Have you ever um, you know, been with another woman?" And she's like, "I experimented in college." Yeah. If I was talking to my homeboy and I was like, "Anyway, we're chilling." He's like, "Anyway, yeah, I experimented with I experimented with a guy in college." In my brain, I'm like, "Oh, well, then he's kind of gay." Right. I don't know if you just get over that. But it's my, it's my Neanderthal brain that thinks that. I know it's not the right way of thinking, but would I look at my homie different? Even though he's like, oh, no, no, I'm not gay, but I experimented. I'm like, well, there is a, there's a, you know, a, a level of different, I guess. And my brain, we're the generation that we're figuring this out. We're trying to figure out, okay, what do I... What's the correct way of interacting with the situation? And I had to, I had to say, okay, that would make me feel weird for my homie, but I'm totally okay with it. But if he says he's not, well, then he's not. But I'd still be like, but did dude mess? With, he did mess with a dude back in the day. So not that not that did anything, whatever. But it should make. I should be able to say, well, he messed with a dude. He's he said he's not. The end. Like a woman, if a woman says, yeah, I experimented in college um, and she wouldn't even have to later on say, but I'm not gay. Because I'd be like, yeah, I get that. Yeah, you're not. You'd be like, go on. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm listening. It's a weird. You have my attention. That I don't think my I don't think like your son, my son, your daughter, they're not going to have that. They're not going to be thinking about those things. I don't think I think they're going to think sexuality is on a grid. Maybe you like this. Maybe there, it's not going to be a situation where it's so rigid. Like in our age, you know, when we were children, it was rigid. You're either one way or the other. The end. There is no, oh, I kind of whatever. But then right. as we grew up, women would experiment in college. And now that's just a thing that happened. The end. Yeah. Chances are you experimented in college. 
but for dudes, I don't think you could just come out and say, yes, I experienced. You know, they even tackled that in um, this show called uh, um, Insecure. The girl, a woman was dating a guy and she told him how uh, the guy, a guy, you know, she was dating, she really dug him. And then the guy told her a story about how his friend went down on him and it messed her up. She just couldn't date him anymore. And I was like, oh, I thought I was the crazy. She was like, no, no, no. And the, her friend was like, hey, God, girls always, you know, whatever. She's like, nah, I'm cool. Maybe it's the fear of being like, I can't even compete with that. Do you know what I mean? That might, but then that means women, that should be the main, then women should have that too, because we That's can't please saying. a woman like a woman can. It doesn't bother us. I don't think it bothers women. Oh, maybe it does, dude. I never thought I think of some. That. There are some, I'm so? sure. Sure. But I think that for guys, again, that double standard kicks in. And like you're saying, it's like, you know, you hear, not every guy. Let's yeah. just put that out there right now. Everyone's totally. so goddamn sensitive now. Just calm the yeah. fuck down, everybody. I'm just having, just doing an example here. <laughs> A conversation. But we're working this out. Fucking calm down, all right? Yeah, we're working it out. Okay? Yeah, working <laughs> I'll take it back out. what I said if I said something bad. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, you, you get a, like you got two guys talking to a girl. Just in conversation, right? Mm -hmm. And let's just, for the sake of this, say that the girl's attractive or something. I don't know. I'm just, I'm working it out as we go here. Totally. If the girl, the woman, was to say, yeah, you know, in college I experimented or I'm I'm bisexual, you know? Let's just say that. I'm bisexual. Yes. It's almost a given that the guys are at one point when she looks left, they're going to look at each other like, oh, you know what I mean? Totally. No (laughs) question. Yes. But... Now you have three guys in the situation and the dude says, oh yeah, I experimented in college or I'm bisexual or whatever. Yeah, there's definitely going to be a, oh, and totally. I don't know why that is. Totally I don't know why that is, you know, and it's not, again, not for everybody. Not everyone's yes. like that. Uh, particularly, I think the young, like our kids. Oh, dude. they're fine. All of their, their, you know, I think right now these, our kids are growing up in the most sexually liberated time Totally, ever. dude. Except so, for the 60s, maybe. Yeah, but I mean, even then, it was more about you know free love. I would assume straight free love. Maybe I'm maybe I'm speaking out of ignorance. Both sides. Yeah, I think it was because remember like the old. They're fucking everybody back then. Yeah, Yeah. dude, they were doing the most. I think now we're getting back to that. But I think like what you were saying, where all three guys or the guys like yeah, I messed around, and he turns around, two guys looking at like what in the world? I think every friend should have the one friend that when they looks at him. The other friend looks like, what, what? I don't get it, what? Like, he's not even tripping. But if yeah. you don't have that friend, now you're just going to look at your other friend weird for the rest. Because as soon as he leaves, you guys are on the phone and be like, hey, what's up with what homeboy said? Yeah, that's crazy. But if one of you guys has a level head and been like, yeah, whatever. He's still Jesse or he's still Johnny to me. I don't know what you're, what? But do we have that friend? Which leads me to the, do we have the friend that's going to be the one that, says not to do certain things. Do you have, I need that friend to, to, I think you're that guy that does that though, G. Like you, you are way more sensitive to things that are said than I am. I assume people are going to understand. You don't. You don't assume people are going to understand. You think that people are going to think the worst. I think on, I think on some level you're correct. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, that's a great thing because you're saying, look, you can't assume they're going to just understand what you said or what we meant. You can't assume that. You know what I'm saying? Or if I laugh at a guy for something he said to me, you're going to tell me later on, I think you hurt his feelings. You are that guy that is going to call me and be like, I think you hurt his feelings. And I'm like, nah, he's fine. 
you're going to say, I think you hurt his feelings. You might want to talk to him. I've definitely been in scenarios like that before. Not necessarily the gay thing, but yes, yeah. I know what you're getting at. And, and yeah, I've been in scenarios. Because um, you, you teach, you, you catch vibes real well, G. You'll be like, ah, I think you kind of, you kind of hurt her feelings, G. Or you, you kind of hurt his feelings a little bit. And me, I just won't catch it. You catch those vibes. However, you've done the same thing. I can't give you an example. Like, I literally can't give you an example right now. But yeah. just when you said that, it kind of sparked memory. I think there's been times like that, you know, when we're working. And um, you thought maybe you said something that was offensive. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think so, man. And like, I think no, I was wrong. No, most I was definitely. Wrong. No, I yeah. think I was wrong. When I think back, I'm like, I, I feel like there's something legitimate there. I just can't remember the exact scenario. But yes, yeah. I know we've we've worked I, together long enough to where it's probably happened many times. And but you are way more in tune with when things change around you. When this person is not acting the same, I'll be like, they seem normal to me, and you're like, nope. They seem different to me today. You are in tune with that, that vibe thing. And maybe it's because you're in a room with a person. That's the thing. That is the thing. If I have to share space with someone, a workspace in particular, I do not do well with uncomfortable silences. You don't have to be talking all the time, but it has to be like one or the other. Like we have to establish, like, are we just not talking? Like I have to literally establish that. Are we not talking today? That's cool. I just think I need to know where we're at. Because if not, then I'm like, so... You like you like beans, you know. Like I don't know what the fuck. You like the moon because I like the moon. Like I don't know what the fuck to say, you know. And I get very uncomfortable in this situation. But there's a line in Pulp Fiction, and I, I'm gonna paraphrase it, but Uma Uma says it, and uh, she said something like, you know, that's how you know when you got somebody special. I'm butchering this line. I'm sorry, but it was something like, that's how you know when you got somebody special when you can just shut the fuck up for a little bit. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's and, good. That's actually and, a really, really good quote. Yeah. I'm close, but I'm not, I know it's not like verbatim, that's but good. that's how I feel. And we've talked about that over many years. You know, my wife and I, we can be quiet and comfortable and not be like, well, we're not talking. So there must be marital, pro- marital problems or something like that. You know what I mean? Uh, but then again, when you've known each other so long, we could have that same exact silence, but you know, our mood or our body language or something sends off a different code like oh okay what's well, that but it's also something else well, I can tell in other words I can tell when I need to talk to her versus and you know because it's really quiet versus us just chilling at home maybe she just wants to look at her phone and I'm just chilling on the couch watching TV or you know what I'm saying like it's it's I don't have a problem with uncomfortable silence with with Gail but you there are certain told, times yeah, there are certain times that I've worked though and it's like man I got to share a room with you that's like 10 feet by eight feet you know yeah if that i i exactly if that i need some kind of conversation or no conversation at all and i need to establish which one it is yeah i'm that way and and you brought me around to somebody that like you were saying you're gonna like this person i was like not this person said this thing i don't think i will and you knew nope i think you should give this person a try i think you're gonna like this person and i turned out i'm like oh this person's just adorable just undeniably adorable every time i see this person now i'm like oh look at her i know who you're talking about now she it's just adorable man and i was wrong and you can feel that sort of vibe but on another note before we leave do you, would you and i'm putting you on the spot in front of the fans it's a long pregame do, what's up would you do a um Dude, uh, no, a, no, I'm just kidding. What's that? <laughs> a, uh, a marital um, Q&A podcast with your wife on here? 
I think so. Only if she was comfortable. Like, I've tried to put a mic in front of her before, and, you know, that's not her norm. To She, she can freeze up. But if she's so at, not, if someone's asking questions, like sending papers saying, this is the questions we got in the emails, where y'all are just answering marital questions. This is how, from someone who's been married for 20 years, this is how you make this situation work. <laughs> That's yeah, I mean, I'll give you, time. I'll give you my, I would, I would be willing to do something like that. Not to say that I got the answers. I'm not fucking dear Abby or something like that, but I could tell you from my experience, this is what, just like we're talking now. Yeah, sure. Oh, I would. dude, that's going to be the But you got ideas or what? Yes, dude. Because <coughs> I mean, that would mean you could just do it whenever you have time with her. Y'all could just be like, hey, let's bust out a quick 45 minute Q&A. I've been flirting with the idea lately. I've been trying to like, would you do this? Or what if we saw a movie and we just both came out like, oh my God, dude, that was the best thing I've seen. Dude. Would you be willing to talk about it? She's a little apprehensive. Not so much because I think it's just a confidence thing. You know, mm-hmm. this, is, this is, everyone's uncomfortable when they get on the mic at the, for the first time. <laughs> Man, It's a weird it's, thing. I remember the first podcast I did back in 2005. That was some of the illest shit ever. Like just, it was so <laughs> bad. It was so bad. Your radio show was good. Legitimately oh, good. Like you oh, were a natural. I appreciate that. But the first one it was, bad. was like, uh, hi, um, <laughs> I'm so, uh, you know, how are you? Like, I didn't know what to say, you know, and, and it was pretty fucking awkward. But yeah, I think I got better. I appreciate you saying that. I, I kind of missed that show. I wish I would have kept it around. It was just a, like a rock show, Dude. basically. But, but yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. There might be a Dan and his wonderful wife podcast. What you would call it is up in the air. But um, then again, there might not. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm saying you're open to it is what I'm saying. I am. I am open to it. But I think it's going to be more no pressure, babe, but it's definitely going to be fall into like, is she comfortable with it? You know what I'm saying? Because True. that's it's not her normal thing to do that. She's a she's not an introvert. She's actually a very friendly person, very caring person. But she's kind of like me, you know. She's got limited quote unquote friends, um, and more acquaintances. But this is just so out of her element. She likes that I do it because she can tell it like puts me in a great mood. Like every time we, you know, except for like one time that I can think of. Every time I I stop recording, like. I'm on cloud nine. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. if the shows, you know, cause you know, we've had really, really good shows in our, in our opinions after we've talked about, it, I think some of our shows have just fucking killed it. And then there's been the ones like, yeah, that was cool. That was all right. You know what I mean? But, but like, um, she's a naturally personable person. There's no like, Oh, you got to get to know her before she's nice to you. Immediately. No, that, off that's the very jump. true. She will always be nice, but off she's very the shy. Jump. So she's very that's shy. why I say you put her in front. If she starts talking or if you, I think if she hears a question, you kind of start it off and she doesn't agree. That's going to make her start talking. She'll yeah. be like, I don't know. About oh, she'll this. put me in my place, dude. She'll put me in my and place. And that will make for great freaking radio or podcast. As you know, Steve, I love to podcast. So I'm not, you know, opposed to this at all. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Let's just Ladies say we'll see you've what heard happens. It, we see what happens. So, but you, we're gonna you go know what's about to happen. I'm saying peace out. The last line is on you. What's about to happen, Dan? Episode 22 in your face coming up next. Peace. <laughs>